This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 124 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Dr. Andrea Romero with IntMed. Dr. Romero, how are you doing? Hi, Charlie. I'm doing really good. Very thankful for today. Well, thank you. And I know you've had a very busy day and I really appreciate you making time for us. Uh, Certainly this is, I mean, where I come from, you know, my background with health clubs, uh, uh, we we always want to make time for feeling better and and health, but especially with what's going on with COVID and all that, we're really looking forward to you sharing some of your knowledge. And let's start with, uh, tell us about IntMed. Well, IntMed was uh, started a while ago. It's been... um with any kind of business, sometimes when you first start it, you start with a name and then change it and then try and figure out what you're doing um, to help to market yourself better so people understand. Um, And of course, my background is in traditional Chinese medicine, but that's not all that I do. I've studied homeopathy for several years, and I've also studied regulatory medicine, which is part of of actually how we understand homeopathy. So... um, I, I do a lot more than just acupuncture, and I've been studying botanicals since I was very young. So I love my plants, and if it was up to me, I'd probably just be under a microscope looking at plants all day long. But I know I, I have a lot of work to do to help people, so um, that's what I do now. Wow. wow. What a background you had when you say you, you started um, very, very young. What, like how very, very young is that? Well, the first time that I had acupuncture done, I was nine years old, and wow. um, I I did it from nine from nine until thirteen years old, so plenty of years. Um, yeah. Where we we would drive, me and my father would drive to Tijuana. Um, we lived in California at the time, and he would take me across the border every Sunday, and we'd go to this acupuncturist that would talk to me about health and my body, and do these amazing treatments with these smoke big incense sticks and put little needles in me and, and these little ear tacks in my ears. And I remember feeling euphoric. I remember thinking, oh my God, this is, this feels so good. I, I don't even feel like I have a body, you know? So right. it was the first time that I actually felt this. It was a very spiritual moment actually um, mm. because acupuncture works on, on an energetic system that we still don't understand. Um, and our circulatory system. And we all know that when we have good circulation after a workout or, you know, um, a good swim or something like that, we feel really good. If there's something that happens, some kind of endorphins that come through your body. Mm -hmm. And these are the same things that you feel when you're having acupuncture. So at that time, when I was young, I was already feeling that and I was feeling it every week. So I started to, you know, research a lot about this, um, not only plants and botanicals, but things like meditation. Um, so I've been doing that since I was really young and just waiting to get into school for traditional Chinese medicine. I, I had to have a bachelor's degree uh, and pre-med to get into the school. It was a master's school when I tried to get in. So I knew it was a long road. <laughs> wow. and, and I did get tired in the middle of it. But I went back and I finished it, and I'm so thankful that I'm here at age 43 with a beautiful career and a lot of um, experience under my belt, just with my knowledge, but also with my experience with patients. Well, for our listeners who cannot see you, 
Dr. Romero, uh, yeah, <laughs> whatever you're doing is working because I, I would have guessed you were in your 20s and Aww. when you almost fell off my chair when you said 40s. So, that's so sweet. Wow. Yeah, but you know, it, it points to that energy. You know, when your body's working, it, it puts off a, a great energy and, you know, what I call the compounding effect, you know, doing these things consistently over years and years and years, it, it allows our body to do what it's designed to do, right? Exactly, and that's ex exactly what you said over over years, right? So we forget that it actually takes some time to yeah. repair this machine, and it, at the same time, it also takes that amount of time to make this machine sick. So when yeah. we do get sick, we don't realize where it came from because we've already been doing it for so long for the machine to even break down in the first place. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it takes a lot of dedication. Even I tell my young people, if you start now, I'm like, well, my skin is great now and I'm not overweight and I'm healthy and I'm fine. So that, that's okay. But, you know, then if you eat this way, you may not menstruate well and then you may not have good fertility. Or if you do have that, maybe your child won't be born the way you want it, you mm. know, with everything. Because we're just deficient. We're just naturally, you know, missing so much because of our situation on this planet Earth. You know? Yep. 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 And I think we're, <laughs> we're learning that now with the, the COVID crisis for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how about myths in your industry, <laughs> patients, or just what you hear uh, from the public at large? Uh, what can you share with us and dispel for our listeners? There's a lot of myths in our industry, especially when it comes to, you know, natural medicine. Um, I've heard it called witchcraft. <laughs> Although maybe it is. I don't know. Because sometimes. Well, you know, I, sometimes I think the pharmaceutical uh, companies started that rumor, but, you know, just yeah. saying. <laughs> well, and, you know, to know that it is a fact that most pharmaceuticals are actually made of plants. Um, that's why they find the chemical compounds for things like antidepressants and beta blockers and um, statins. I mean, there's plant compounds that they copy for these medicines. So mm. that that's something that is uh, not a lot of people know that. Right. But one of the big yeah one of the biggest myths is that our medicine takes a lot of time for it to work. That's probably what I hear the most. Oh, okay, natural medicine, that's great, or homeopathy, but it doesn't, it just takes too long, and I want to feel better right now. You know, when, when someone has something that has been building up, they want relief now. <laughs> so, and that's a challenge, right? When people are really complicated and they come with a long history of um, ill health and possibly generations of nutritional deficiencies and ill health, mm -hmm. right? That express in now genetics. Um, but if you get the correct remedy, it's actually instant how you, you can feel better. So that's a huge myth. If you can get the correct diagnosis and you can pin it and get the right remedy, the person will feel better automatically. You know, and I, and I hear it a lot with, um, with symptoms of depression in women. Uh, women that are given a lot of Wellbutrin, it's like they, it's given out like candy. Um, whenever someone is sad or, or has anxiety or they don't know what you have, you get an antidepressant. Hmm. Hmm. And this has serious repercussions yeah. on our gut health and, and our future health of our children um, as women. So um, what I hear the most is when, they, when I have my patients here and they take herbs, 
I mean, within an hour, they feel like a different person. And they've taken, I don't know how many vitamins and minerals and different things. So there is a magic that happens when you get things correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's a hard thing to do. I mean, people want me to get it correct in the instant. And I have to study people for a week at least. To yeah. get to know them and, and, and go through all the intricacies of their symptoms to really understand where things are coming from. Yeah, that was, that was actually uh, the next question about the, the process. I mean, you, you, nowadays you're doing a lot of this uh, virtually, and I, I guess it's it takes time to really pinpoint what's going on. It, it's based on symptomology. So when we didn't have blood work, right, we didn't have all the analysis mm. that we had, we had symptoms. Someone would come to us and say their hair is falling, they feel cold, they're, they have blurry vision, they have depression, they have anxiety, palpitations, they can't sleep at night, they're constipated. So you start to see all the systems that mm. could be having some problems and you make these interconnections based on your knowledge of the body. Yeah. That's why it's important to have that knowledge, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. we want to self-diagnose, but there are professionals who study these intricacies and interconnections and they can teach you. So that's been a huge for me is education. I, yeah. I want to do a lot more of education because people don't know. They don't even know that they have an option for something different other than Western protocols. Yes. Yeah. And it sounds like the, the difference <laughs> with what you bring versus traditional medicine, which, I mean, hey, there are many, 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 you know, I don't know what the right word is, but certainly talented, well-educated physicians out there. Oh, but the, they're in a uh, it's a whole new world based on when we were kids. You know, back then the docs would take time, <laughs> would ask the questions, and and versus today where it's like you know take a number and next, and you know it's 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 like and again I'm generalizing and I might get myself in trouble here, and I know this is <laughs> this is the way with everyone, but. It's, it's almost like, well, before you even get the answer out, it, they're writing a prescription. And, no, uh, and they will, they will agree with you. They'll agree with you. Most doctors know that we are in a broken system, yeah. but it's too grand for them to change. So the ones that are risk takers <laughs> leave the system and yeah. they come to study what I know. You know, and they study more or more comprehensive blood work or the functional medicine or, or really understanding the gut and the gut flora because we've had such bad education on all of that. Um, so those are huge risk takers, those doctors that leave. And we should really be um, supporting them and loving them because it's a really hard thing for them to do. Yeah, it's a system that really handcuffs them. And even if you want to be the best doctor you can be the system is broken and it doesn't allow for it. That's the sad part is that we can't even blame. And, you know, we, it's hard to blame anyone. Like, where is it? You know, where is, the, where are we being handcuffed? Where, where, where did this problem start? Where do yeah. we begin? Yeah. Now we learned that unfortunately <laughs> hard way with our daughter who was diagnosed as a type one diabetic at age 16. And uh, the system had no interest in really helping her. Um, it was all about keeping up with insulin and, you know, many of the kind of just standard, uh, no education or, or the education was all about keeping up with the drugs and, and not, you know, and, and obviously, as you well know, type one diabetes can't be cured, but my goodness, um, let's not destroy, allow our body to be destroyed, which was happening with our daughter, um, because of 
the plug and play uh, system of, of dealing with type one diabetes. So. Well, yeah, cause we we're never really treating the root cause because yep. that root cause is so well hidden. Um, and it and diabetes one has a lot to do with toxins and, po and being poisoned. Um, mm. So, and heavy metals and things that we just don't educate most of our MDs about. Um, but I know that, you know, their treatments are always based on taking something out that's broken, putting something back in, you know? Right. So yeah. um, there are some interesting treatments where they actually take stem cells now from the pancreas and put them in the liver. And they do some really cool stuff and innovative medicine is incredible. But yeah. most of the time we're not even there. I mean, we should be like Star Trek, you know, we should be healing people with light already. Yeah. And we are, are doing some of it. Gamma Knife is out there to heal um, tumors and things like trigeminal neuralgia. They're using light. And mm. this is where, you know, our, our medicine is archaic. It's not to the place that should be, you know, where our technology is. It should be matching. It's not. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> so, you know, I, I look forward to the medicine of the future that is dealing with frequencies and light and sound and, and things like that, that are very, very powerful. Yeah. I, I really, I really hope we get there. I hope I get to see it. Yeah. yeah I'm with you. I'm with you. So how about we get out of the office? What are you doing for fun? <laughs> when I'm out of the office doing things for fun, it's for fitness. It's for health. Uh -huh. So I'm biking, I'm at the gym, I'm kayaking, I'm in the ocean, I'm, I try and, you know, travel. Um, I grew up outside of the United States. I only came here when I was, um, well, I, I was here between 9 and 13, and then I left and came back at 18. And there I left again. So traveling for me is, is the most beautiful thing to get to know cultures and the world and different tastes and colors and it's just, it makes you feel alive. And that's one of the things with this COVID that broke my heart the most is that if I can't travel, I, I just don't know what I'll do. It'll be the saddest day of my life. <laughs> Cause I'm not getting that vaccine. So, you know, I, I, I want to travel. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yep, yep. So you wake up tomorrow and uh, you can go anywhere in the world. Where are you going? Oh, well. Oh gosh, Greece probably. Oh yeah. I probably yeah. go to Greece. It's a good one. I love it. I love it. All right, let's switch over to uh, hardship. They, uh, you know, they come, they go. That's life, right? And uh, oftentimes they define us. We learn from them. Not a whole lot of fun when we're going through it. But what comes to mind from a hardship standpoint that you're able to get through and look back and say, "Hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger." I would say that would have to be my father. My father um, was diagnosed with cancer about mm. five years ago. And um, it was a really hard thing to watch him go through cancer and yeah. watch um, Western medicine take care of him. It was really hard. Um, I, I, tried, I tried as best as I could to change his diet. You know, I, I tried everything. In the end, the only thing he would do for me was hyperbaric oxygen. And what I, um, what I learned through the whole process is we can never push people mm. to do what we want them to do, even though we know that that's the best thing for them. Mm. Everyone has their free will, and um, we all have things to learn on this planet, and some of those things come with our illnesses. 
And my dad had some things to learn and it was hard to, it was hard to watch it. Right. <laughs> it was really hard, but cause you love someone and you don't want them to suffer. Um, but they're, they're lessons to learn. And it happens um, with patients sometimes that we have to understand that they have some resentments that they don't want to let go of or some things they don't want to change. Um, they're, they're, yeah. they're happy and they're where they're at, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's hard to just meet people where they're at. Maybe they don't want to do the whole thing. They don't want to change their diet. They just want to take a little homeopathic. So I always want to fix everything up, you know, make everything as yeah. perfect as I know it could be. But I also have to understand that with patients, you always have to just meet them yeah. where they're at. There's, a, there's another part to this life that's very spiritual. And yeah. it's about our spirit growing through things. So we have to honor that in people and in our patients. Yeah. Very, very good advice. Thank you for sharing that. How about if there was one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business, what would that be? Well, there's so many things I want people to know about, but I think the main thing is that to look, look towards um, the plants. The plants have been here for a long time and they know a lot. Um, and this COVID thing, you know, there's very limited amounts of treatments that can be given to you in a hospital. Okay? Mm. And they, they are good for emergency reasons, of course. Um, but what we have on our tool belt as um, practitioners of natural medicine is so many things. I can't even tell you how many things I have. I have this, I have that, I have, you know, what do you want? You want something that will help you and lower your blood pressure, build your immune system and do that. You know, it's just, just so much. Um, and then there's things for children, there's things for the elderly, you know, depending on what the, what the patient is like, um, and where they're at in their age, you use different things. Um, and it's just, I don't know, there's just so much, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Just, just yeah. try and look towards it. Just be curious yeah. because most of our pharmaceuticals come from there anyways. Yeah. So just getting a natural version without side effects. Yeah. So the bigger message is there is an alternative. And if you think you've hit a dead end that maybe you, you need to give Dr. Romero a call or do some research and sure. yeah. get their options. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of giving you a call, how can our listeners learn more about you? So they can look at my website and they can send me a message through that website. I do consultations complimentary. So a lot of people don't know about what I do or the medicine that I practice. So like I said, I'm very passionate about education. So I do a complimentary um, consultation with a person over the phone and it's almost 30 minutes. So they can ask me anything they want. And I wow. give them allow a lot of free information. Uh, and I'm, I'm very relaxed here at the clinic. Like everyone here, they upload their own payment they pay they, they it's just it's such a harmonious place here um where people are really loving their care and really taking a lot of responsibility for their health it's just it's wonderful i'm very happy to have my practice and all my patients i really appreciate all of them yeah yeah and i sure <laughs> they really appreciate you you have quite you know you're just a giving person and uh uh it's so important this day and age that there's someone kind of looking after us and, and can educate us, not just take this pill, call yeah. me after, you know, take this pill and don't call me in the morning, you know, come back in a month, right. When I can fit you in, but yeah. there, 
you know, my goodness, you're spending 30 minutes with folks and, and uh, uh, out of the kindness of your heart, but it's also, hey, they get to know you, you get to know them, and you decide if you can help them or not. Yeah, and sometimes, I redirect, sometimes I redirect them to a different practitioner. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I tell them, hey, listen, I think this is a better this is better for you. Um, and it, something to remember too, for all the listeners, it's not only how much a person knows, but if you feel comfortable with them, mm. because mm. you have to trust the person who's going to be working on you. You have to trust them and tell them everything or else yeah. we don't really know how to help you as well as we could. So when you're choosing a practitioner, you also have to feel comfortable. You have to feel something inside that says, yep, I feel like I'm, I could, do a lot with her or she can yeah. tell her a lot, you know, this is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Dr. Romero, this was awesome. I think uh, you're going to be getting a lot of calls and, and I know you can help a lot of folks in, in our listening audience. So again, appreciate you spending time with us today. Thank you so much, Charlie. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.